0: Good afternoon, world. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Nate Live. February 6th, 2023. My goodness, can you believe it's already February 6th? My, how time flies. It's Monday. Another beautiful day today for some of us. Here in beautiful Arizona, it was a beautiful day outside. And what we got today is another update of where we're at with the game. We finished off a few things of the star screen, the level select... Um, working on the character select still, just kind of doing some of the design for the characters. Then we're going to get into the level design for the actual game will be next, as soon as we're done with the character select, which I'll be posting up on the other social media channels under com. Follow us there, please. Another uh, beautiful update of some strategies going in forward of some other opportunities that kind of presented itself today of Possibly building out another app for another client, and also building out a few other chapters in the community. With BNI presented itself today, so it should be quite interesting. Build going forward, my place can be extremely full because if that all comes together, then yes, I will be help building actual communities out part time with BNI groups here locally in Arizona so if you're a realtor or if you're anybody that's doing any type of service landscaping, pool boys sorry pool companies um, heck even the pool guys out there that are trying to you know start their own routes as well, very good with stuff like that, any type of landscaping, any type of home service, home cleaning even, uh, mobile detailing uh, property management all sorts of good stuff around that as well. Uh, pest control, AC service, heating service, uh, even the food delivery service. You no, know, not just uh, Uber Eats, but you know, if you have an actual food product that you'd like to deliver, that would be a great one as well. Um, just kind of focusing on helping these small businesses grow, because uh, too many of the big businesses out there, I feel. Uh, Nothing against big business at all, it's just the big businesses, have forgotten about, you know, how they started sometimes, I feel, just a little bit. But also people have forgotten that the, the inflation that had hit and the reason why they've gotten so big and why they did some layoffs recently, you know, I don't mind playing the devil's advocate and understanding the, the corporate side of things. Of like, oh, they've gotten too big, so they need to start paying attention to the bottom line a little bit better so they can keep the core structure going forward. Because maybe they hired some people extra, this to hire some people extra, because they had the extra funds. But thanks to inflation and all the other things on the rise, it's hard for the companies to keep the employee numbers up because they are struggling themselves. And what the employees don't see is the other internal struggles that go on on the business side of it, because they don't, you know, their folk. The employees are focused in on very specific departments or. Structures or modules within the business. For example, if you broke apart, you know, why did Salesforce lay off 5,000 people? Well, if they overhired and they were running big, there's only so much automation you can do. And forcing those other developers to go into other actual development roles instead of just working for Salesforce. Well, globally, they have employed a bunch of people. So if they let go of 5,000 people in the grand scheme of it all, they only let maybe the first 5%, maybe. And even then, that's a large number. If you really put it in the grand scheme of it all, that is a large number that they actually let go in the sense of automation and helping other companies Because there's only so much customer support that Salesforce can do until people actually understand what it is that they really do with that particular product, which a lot of people don't quite understand what the big deal is of it. Well, it's a gray box system, meaning you don't get to see the source code. And how much security does it have? Well, it's monitored 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Who pays for that type of security? You can only have so many security guys going on looking over at the same code. But all your clients do matter. So if a client drops off, meaning you lose a customer because of inflation, because they decided to go build out their own app, or they decided to find a different app that was a little bit cheaper than what it is that they were paying for, and they didn't realize, but they forgot why they were paying for it, or they went under. And a lot of businesses did go under, unfortunately. So, that's the devil's advocate side of it a little bit. When they let lose businesses, so that's 5,000 people, that's probably 5,000 businesses that went out. So, it's hard to keep employees employed if they keep losing businesses. Well, the reason they keep losing businesses was because of corona. Now the entire dynamics of the global economy is going to have to change again. Everybody's got to rethink their positions. So, in the sense of strategy... I understand why it is they're laying people off and why they're hiring certain people for certain things. But if they really look at it in the sense of a global standard in the sense of Salesforce, they are hiring all the time because the companies that did stick around understand the value of that particular software, for example. So it's difficult to look at it when you're the employee that got axed. I completely understand that side of it too. Then again, no job is safe, really. Thanks to the wars that are going on right now in Russia and Ukraine and all the inflation that's going on. Businesses are going to close doors because the, it's too expensive to keep people employed and in business. So they cut their corners where they can, but they still have a hard time when they have to raise all their, rights, uh, raise all their rates in everything that they're doing. It makes it difficult to stay in business. So the strategies of going forward... Well, we really all have to really rethink of how it is we're doing things, and that's why I started the podcast was to help people that are that have that creative mindset or have an idea of something that they wish to start that goes from zero to you know being able to survive and being able to have their own company and be able to have to do those types of things. So go over the strategies of what it is that you can do. That's why I go over the game side of it because. And if anybody really realizes, making a video game is not as complicated as it was back in the day. A lot of the stuff has been programmed. So the customization comes into place of something that hasn't been programmed. And that's the only time you would actually need to hire an actual programmer. Because there is modules out there that you can use to build a video game very shortly. But you don't want to have to do an asset flip either out there. You have to put some work into some of the assets that you're going to put into the game. And also the story the story sells. It's just like a book or a movie, right? It will sell. So if you have those great ideas, let's figure out how to copyright them. Let's get some strategies going on how to make them out there to the rest of the world. Entertain them. Everybody's at home. That's why I feel that the next steps will be going into inventions and creativity into the future. And that's the only way that some of these people really should be surviving. and Maybe it's their wake-up call to get into the next phase of their life instead of just working a comfortable job. And I get it. The old, the old model of, oh, I'm going to work there for 40 years and retire has gone out the door, unfortunately. Because a lot of the business models have changed. Some business models will keep with that, but some business models, they can't. Because they can't afford the retirement for the people that are there unless they set aside the money for the company aside for those people while they're there it is very difficult for a company to allow people to retire after in their, their tenure for example it makes it difficult to do unless you're something big like the US government or something big like the USPS it makes it difficult to do those types of things firefighters, policemen they're always going to be around, they're always going to be writing tickets for something because it's part of their job, that's not their entire job that is part of their job and I feel everybody kind of forgets that along the way. Same with firefighters. They're always putting out fires. When is there not going to be a fire? Or somebody accidentally lights a fire somewhere. Or something fails and something ignites and goes on fire. Or forest fires, lightning, all the time. It's and weather's never going to stop. So, yeah. Rescues. How many accidents are there every day? People are not adding in some of these factors that are in real life that, hey, these people need to be around. They need help. So, Us taxpayers pay for their pensions, especially after they've been there for 40, 50 years. Just makes sense, right? Same with the military. Once you've been there for 40 years and you've seen a lot of things happen, you've lost a lot of people, you've seen a lot of people come and go. And people tend to forget some of those pieces there, so they just look at it, oh, that's what they did for a living. Well, there's a lot of opinions out there, you know, but unless you're the one doing it, we'll see what makes sense out there anymore, right? A lot of those models might say change going forward. We'll see. What about politicians? Everybody's taking a close look at that. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. I'm not going to get into politics on here. I don't want to. Anyway, we'll continue tomorrow where, where I'm at with the games and give some more strategies out there, maybe rant a little bit more about where we should be going into the future. Be safe, everybody. Have a great day.